Those above leave nothing but crumbs. Today on Podcast Megoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. I'm Autumn. And I'm James. It's still so hard to get out of the uh, habit of saying Halloween A to Z. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how if you do something every day for a month, um, you, you fall into a, uh, into a pattern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are sticking with our movie review format for at least one more episode. Um, reviewing a movie, and Thanksgiving is coming early because we've got a theme. Mm-hmm. Food. Food. That's right. We will be reviewing the movie The Platform, a 2019 interesting uh, look at society. Society. <laughs> and how how privilege trickles down. And all that. Like, there's a lot going on with this one. Yeah, it's definitely a metaphor. 100%. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I, I know that this is almost cheating because, like, you know, we tend to do movies that are based off of uh, off of holidays. But uh, I think that this one, I think this is close enough. It's basically like Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, yeah, if you're in the right uh, part of... Uh this prison then yeah, yeah. <laughs> well well no like i would say that um sitting at the uh the children's table is basically like being on the lower levels oh. yeah. see hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go ahead and dig in to talking about this very interesting movie yeah everything starts out normal enough you'd expect this to just be like a really busy restaurant setting Uh you know we got chefs running around we've got people baking stuff people preparing all sorts of dishes it it just looks like a crazy busy night at a restaurant and like a fancy pants guy going through and you know making sure that it's all operating uh tip top Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. yeah it feels like almost like a montage you would see in you know, upstairs, downstairs, or Downton Abbey, or some something like that. You know, like mm-hmm. where it's just like preparing for the Queen's feast. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we end up having a little bit of narration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get our first voiceover, which gives us some clue as to the rules of this world. Yeah, yeah, basically that just you know those above get first crack. At food and the lower levels are just kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. I I want to point out the fact that do we ever actually get the title? What the platform? Yeah. Does it ever actually say it? I don't think it ever does. You know, uh, now that I think about it, yeah, I don't know if we ever got a title sequence. Because uh, I don't it, even think we got a ending where they say the the title. I don't think of the so movie. either. Yeah, because it was because it because technically your opening credits is actually just. Um, All the, the yeah, studios. Yeah, the ton of studios that are attached to this. And then it goes right into movie. And so I don't, hmm. I mean, if, if it said platform anywhere. Now, granted, the Spanish title of it isn't even platform. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if maybe they just like left it off instead of 
superimposing English the platform. Maybe. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> we do see our main character wake up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he immediately sees that there's another man with him. Yeah. Um, he seems really confused about where he's at. And we do get confirmation from the cellmate that this is the pit. Yeah, yeah. That and is what this prison system is called, the pit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see that they're on uh, level 48. And uh, the old man is very just like, he doesn't want to really explain everything to his you know, to this cellmate. Yeah. You know, like the, the the man that had woken up, you know, is definitely kind of like confused as to why he's there, how he got there and, and what the rules are, which as like the movie kind of unfolds, is very surprising. Yeah. Before we learn what we learn a little later on, I thought that this was just like any of those Japanese mangas where these people are thrown into this world unknowingly, you know. Yeah, I thought it was like the cube or something like that. Yeah. You know, like it was just going to be, oh, we got this weird, you know, experimental prison thing going on where uh, everybody's just randomly thrown in. And mm-hmm. to some extent, I think that is kind of the case, but yeah. not quite. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll get into that yeah, a little we'll later on. A little bit. It's a lot of back and forth between these two characters. Um, you know, the man wanting to, you know, continuing to kind of figure out what's going on. He, he, sees that in the cell that they're in, there is a uh, a large hole in the ceiling and a large hole in uh, the floor. And, you know, looking up and looking down, he sees that, you know, stacked on top of each other are all these cells going down. Yeah. What seems to be infinite. Yeah. You literally cannot see the bottom. Yeah. And realistically, you can't even see the top. True. Uh, from where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to learn a little bit that, you know, from the old man, like finally, like, you know, a little bit of introduction happens and um, the man that woke up introduces himself as uh, Goering, uh, which that that translates to fried, by the way. Huh. I thought that maybe like and with some of the other characters, like their their names are food or food related, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting, which makes me wonder if these are names that are assigned to them when put into the pit or if it's actually their names outside the pit. Hmm, that's you know, interesting. Yeah, it's a little bit of world building that, I mean, unless you were reading about the book, or, I mean, about the uh, the movie, you wouldn't ever know. Yeah. You know, after he introduces himself to the old guy, you know, the old guy is basically just like, I won't give you any information unless you give me information first or whatever. Yeah, uh, it doesn't take him too long to finally introduce himself as Trimagasi. And like, I don't know, it... <laughs> This was a little goofy to me because it didn't take him much convincing to give yeah. him the information. Like, yeah, he's yeah. so he's he's kind of wishy washy in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely keeps stating that he doesn't want to talk about um, any of it, and then almost instantly turns around, like without Goering actually saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just start going, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, the people above us are assholes," and they're. You know, and and the people below us, um, they're below us, so they're they're worthless, and that's practically like I would say eighty percent of his dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, and like everything is obvious to Trimagasi too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't know yet how long he's been in there, or yeah. even why he's there. Granted, we also don't know um, yet why uh, Goering is there. Yeah, um, which I mean the. The conversation between the two characters uh, does kind of devolve into that of, 
well, why is everything so obvious to you? Why, mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you keep saying obviously like I'm supposed to know all this stuff? Yeah, at this time, like um, the, in the in the room, there is like a red light and a green light, and like the light turns green and a platform lowers slowly into the room. And on the platform is a bunch of scraps of food, mm-hmm. like, you know, just like sloppily put together. You know, like it's just it's clear that people have, you know, taken what they wanted and, and maybe even like messed with the food, too, along the way. Uh, Yeah. Goering is like completely grossed out yeah. by uh, what he sees on the platform. And Trimagasi is just he's just eating. He's yeah. going at it. Yeah. He's like, you better eat while it's here or you won't get to eat it eat for a while yeah and uh gearing is just like well look we're eating 94 people scraps there's no way i'm going to be eating anything from that table yeah eventually he does though grab something as the platform starts to lower down yeah he he just he's like well maybe he's right maybe maybe i won't be eating for a while (laughs) yeah yeah trimagasi he has like a bottle of wine that he's sipping and as the platform is lowering to the bottom uh level or the lower level he throws the bottle down you hear the bottle shatter and he also spits uh down at the at the platform as well which uh goering is just like that's disgusting and he's like you don't think the people above us did the same thing yeah well he also throws all the stuff down because uh we we now learn that there's other rules to yeah. uh, the pit, which includes you cannot take something from the platform as it's lowering. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't pit, uh, squirrel away anything. You yeah. have to eat it as it's there. And and how we really learn this is the fact that Goering is still holding on to the apple that he took from the ta- uh, the platform, and he's like, God, oh, it's getting hot in here, and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter, and yeah. finally Shimagasi's just like. He was like, yeah, well, you're going to kill us. You know, yeah. we're going to cook alive now because of you. <laughs> and, you know, he's passive aggressive about it. Doesn't yeah, explain he just, the fact. He just lays down in his bed and starts to, like, close his eyes and stuff. He's like, yeah. well, we're going to boil alive now, thanks yeah, yeah. to you. All of our flesh is going to cook off our bones. <laughs> you know, and finally, Goering ends up tossing the apple down uh, onto the platform uh, below. We end up getting a little flashback of uh, Goering... Uh, signing up for the pit. Yeah, so we now know that Goering willingly chose to go into the pit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and during this flashback, uh, we learn that each of these people, before they go into the pit, get to choose an item to bring mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. And Goering had chosen to bring his copy of Don Quixote because, well, it turns out he's just here for a few months, and yeah. what's, what is he going to do in there? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be bored. You end up learning that he, like, as he's talking to Trimagasi, that he had he had chose to be in the hole for six months so he can get a degree, quit smoking, and finally read Don Quixote. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and this, I mean, flat out surprise, like, shocks uh, Trimagasi. Yeah. Like, he's just like, wait, wait, you... You chose this. He's just like I've been here for a very long time. I should be. I should have six degrees uh, by now. Yeah, which gives us kind of a little bit of a hint to maybe how long Trimagasi has been there. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think he's mostly upset that he's like, well, why don't I get a degree? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) After this, we see kind of what nighttime is like in the Mm -hmm. pit, which um, they just have like a big red light on. Yeah. (laughs) Don't even know if it's actually nighttime outside or anything, because, of course, there's no windows or anything like that. Goering gets up to investigate the hole again mm-hmm. and this is Trim- when Trimagasi says ah you might need a back away yeah because now we see that the platform at night just zooms right back up to the yeah. top yeah uh, okay so maybe it's a little early for me to discuss this and maybe I, I don't know I'm, a, I'm gonna roll with it mm-hmm. um but this was the moment where I started thinking about how the platform functions right I'm assuming some sort of magnetic system right uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but like, especially like, I mean, from this point all the way to the end of the movie, and well after the movie was over, mm-hmm. I w- I just was really thinking about if I were to build this place, mm-hmm. um, because I'm going to design it and I'm going, to <laughs> <laughs> um, like I was just like, how 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 does this levitating platform function? Because I thought like maybe there was there's nothing on the bottom of it, and so it's obvious that it's some sort of like electromagnet system, but. At the same time, that doesn't make any sense because people have metal and there's there's various metal things on the platform itself. Yeah. So, some sort of mysticism. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have no idea how it works either. It's probably just some sort of um, future technology that we're not yeah. supposed to think of yet. We're probably not, yeah, we're probably not <laughs> supposed to be focusing so much on, on uh, how that works. But yeah. Here we are again, guys. Yeah, yeah, I think the main focus of this film is uh, the commentary on the social hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, classism <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, you... yeah. But I'm just like, huh, how does that platform work? <laughs> That was something I was more concerned with. I was yeah. also kind of concerned with um, just like the, I, I mean, like what it's like to work above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's clear that they take it very, very serious, as we'll see later on. But like, um, there, I had, I end up having like a lot of questions about the world that mm-hmm. we don't get answers to. And yeah. is really the reason why I, I sincerely hope that we have a sequel. Well, I, yeah, I want to see what book. it's like on the first level. I want to see yeah. if they can, like, look up and talk to the workers right. uh, while the platform's lowering or, like, how that works. Also, how, how like, is there actually a grading system that we're not aware of mm-hmm. that actually dictates how you go from, you know, move from level to level or where why you get placed where you get placed? Mm-hmm. Like, is there mm-hmm. something there to that? Like, mm-hmm. maybe if you're there for so long, they end up putting you on a lower level to kind of kill you off. Yeah. Something like that. But that, that still doesn't make much sense because of Trimagasi. But but anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let's get back to the movie. And <laughs> we'll discuss that stuff here in a little bit. So after that little bit of a scare for Gearing, we are on the next day. And yeah. it's the same old, same old platforms coming down. Trimagasi's eating. And then we get more discussion between the two. And Trimagasi finally gives him some more info in exchange for him to stop using his ding-dang word, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goering is no longer allowed to use the word obviously. (laughs) Um, I I like Trimagasi's backstory. Yeah. Um, Just because of the fact that it's, it's... a wacky it's kind of a wacky tale yeah and it's ironic in a lot of ways yeah. too yeah so um Trimagasi's story begins with uh, how he one day saw an knife sharpener and became obsessed 
over it, thinking mm-hmm. to himself, my God, my life has been terrible. What if my life has been terrible because I need to sharpen a knife? <laughs> um, all, none of my knives have been sharp uh, enough and all of it's rooted to this. So maybe I need to get this, um, this uh, knife sharpener. He ends up getting the knife sharpener, but then immediately after this, he ends up seeing an infomercial for the Samurai Plus knife, which is a knife that requires no sharpening. It stays sharp forever, and if anything, the more you use it, the more sharp it gets. There, uh, and in this infomercial, it shows them you know cutting through tomatoes, mm-hmm. cutting through bricks, cutting through all sorts of stuff, and he was just thinking to himself, my God, these people are making fun of me. I have to have this knife because... I mean, if it's far superior and far sharper than any knife that I currently own could ever become by using the uh, the Samurai Max knife sharpener, then uh, my whole life is a lie, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and in a fit of rage, he like throws his TV out the window, killing somebody below, yeah. which, complete accident. Yeah, complete accident. Um, oh, he also... Mentions that this was an immigrant that he yeah, killed. An which, illegal immigrant. Yeah, which I do want to mention. There's a lot of weird casual racism in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, is. it is a Spanish movie, but I would think that it being made in 2019, we wouldn't have all this weird microaggression well, stuff. I think, I think that really... Um, it play like for for Trimagasi at, at the very least, it's playing to his sense of superiority because mm-hmm. it's obvious that he had it before he was in the hole. You know that that you know, and, and by him saying what he says shows that because you already kind of go, God, what's this guy's deal? Because he's already very like anti anybody below him, right, right, and and so I think this kind of like cinches up the fact that this guy has like a classism, you know, mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. He does go on, though, to say, look, I've been at so many levels. I've seen how it plays out. Yeah. Like, no matter where you're at, it's always the same. Yeah. Those above are going to treat you like shit, and yeah. you should treat the people below you like shit. Yeah. During this discussion, Goring gets the idea in his head that, oh, well, maybe we need to tell uh, those above and below that we need to ration the food so everybody can eat. Yeah. But since Tremagasi knows how each of these levels works and that it, it, he just says it's useless. There's no way yeah. no, anybody's going to listen. You know, everybody gets an object. What did you choose? You chose a book. But guess what I chose? And he's yeah. got the Samurai Plus knife. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Amongst all this, he also does like reveal that uh, there's easily 132 plus levels to uh to it like you know he doesn't doesn't know how far it goes down but he knows at the very least there's 132 yeah because he's been on that floor and knows how hard that is yeah trimagasi um while discussing uh with uh goering he uh about you know again like the treatment of the lower levels and stuff proceeds to to piss onto the lower levels as well you know just to really like solidify how he feels about how things should function here. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up having the next meal. Goering finally starts to eat just a little bit, a little bit of food. Trimagasi uh, is then seen using his uh, very fancy knife to slice into the concrete wall. You know, he's just the whole time discussing, just like, it's amazing. It just keeps getting sharper and sharper every time I slice into the concrete. Uh, <laughs> this is when we get a body fall down the hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
which uh, this upsets uh, Gurang. Well, I think it upsets him because he gets splattered with blood as yeah. it falls because I guess it's been, you know, ricocheting off the sides yeah, of it was the hole. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, terrible. Trimagasi points this out and goes, well, this this right here is the, uh, the proof that you don't have the stomach or the strength um, to survive the lower levels. You might as well die now. Yeah, and Goering, like, he just doesn't pay any attention to what mm-hmm. he says because he's just yelling, like, to anybody that will listen. Why is nobody doing anything? Yeah. Why did nobody try to save that person? What's going on? Yeah. And it's basically met with people saying, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, okay, my whole thing with Goering, like, straight up, like, willingly going into this and just, like, being so confused as to why nobody's helping each other and why nobody's doing what society's rules tells us what to do. People have gotten out of the pit. So we think. No, they straight up say at one point that people make it out and go back into society. So... I mean, Why has nobody that has come out... There's probably like a you, okay, know, like you can't maybe. talk about whatever transpires in there. Plus, also, I imagine by the time, like however long you're in there, uh huh, you probably just don't talk about it. Yeah, or, maybe. Or you know, whoever it is that runs the pit makes sure that you don't. Yeah, you know, maybe. Either either pays you a, a healthy sum, or it's just like you'll go back in. We'll, well find I mean, a way to put you back in. They aren't saying, though, oh, it's all sunshine and rainbows in there. Everybody helps each other out. <laughs> I don't know why nobody would want to go to the pit, yeah. you know? like <laughs> Yeah, we don't get, I mean, like, we find out that people, yeah, sure, leave the pit, but they don't get into too much detail about the rehabilitation process, the uh, deprogramming. Right. Um, you know, like, because there's no way that you could, like, even if you were in the pit for a month, you would leave a changed person for sure yeah um you know even if you were on a higher up level i think that you would still be a completely different person coming out you mm-hmm. know and and so well if you thought about those below you you probably would but yeah well i mean like I, if you were say on level seven mm-hmm. you know you still got all the bullshit of the people six levels above you mm-hmm. and then the people that that you know are directly below you and stuff like it's i i think that unless you were like level one and completely oblivious Mm -hmm. um i think that you would and plus like since people get shuffled around yeah i don't don't think there's a chance for anybody to not fully understand the the dire situation they're actually in right to to get back to uh what's going on in the movie garing kind of starts to piece together that perhaps trimagasi has killed his uh, his former cellmate, you know, based off of what all, you know, he's learned about him and also the fact that he does have an incredibly sharp knife. And he doesn't look too, uh, you know, starved. Yeah, yeah, for someone though... that's been on the lower level. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks pretty healthy considering the circumstances he has been through so far. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, that's when it turns out that... <laughs> obviously i've been eating them yeah exactly yeah (laughs) ding dong the next platform comes down and uh this time uh their meal comes with a uh, little surprise Mm. 
Mm, yeah, girl. Ooh. <laughs> There's a woman um, kind of crouched on the platform. Uh, Trimagasi ends up revealing that she comes down every month looking for her son somewhere in in the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trimagasi also claims that um, she kills her cellmate to make sure that there, that she always has an empty space in her cell for her son if she finds him. Yeah, it was it was probably the person that just fell through the hole yeah. uh, was her cellmate. And it probably wasn't suicide. It was probably just that person got pushed. Yeah. <laughs> Goering de- ends up kind of showing, like, concern about the person, you know, going, hey, are you okay? Because she's obviously, she's beat up. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course she doesn't, she doesn't say anything and kind of swats him away. Yeah, well, I can't remember if it was this part or another part where they kind of talk about how they don't know how long she's been in there looking for her son. Yeah, that I'm not sure about either. But uh, the platform does eventually lower and we see her immediately get attacked yeah. as soon as the platform lowers to the the level below. And but she's been in here way too long. Yeah. She 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 can take care of these guys. She instantly kills them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You hear her screaming off, you know, off camera, and then she comes back to the middle of the platform, you know, covered in the blood of the people that were on level forty nine. Um, <laughs> so Goering doesn't have to worry about her too much. We then get a montage of uh, of life on level 48 uh, mm-hmm. where you just see Goering Timurgasi you know pl- palling around being yeah. silly you see uh Goering jerking off you see them bathing you see them dancing <laughs> around naked together um <laughs> lots of sleeping um, and then also you see that Goering is Starting to gorge himself on the food. Yeah, gorging so much that he's puking. Yeah, yeah. Even, and like, that was really messed up for me because he's like one of the few people in this place that sees the fucked upness of it. Yeah. And yet... He started to do that himself. Like, what kind of what kind of message were we supposed to get from that? Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like with that, it's just kind of showing that even the most righteous, um, you know, end up sinning, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and what kind of fits with that narrative, of course, is the is the after montage, uh, where uh, Trimagasi ends up asking him uh, if he believes in God, and we start. This is where we start to get a little bit of this like sub like religious like thing going on for the movie because like from this point on you end up getting like people constantly calling uh Goering what do you think you are the messiah like there's a lot of like reference to yeah like belief yeah yeah um which i mean i suppose would be fitting in this kind of scenario where people will be grasping onto anything to kind of keep hope yeah um but well, his main point here is that um, this is the final night and he had better be praying for the both of them because they have no idea what level they're going to be on the next morning. Yeah, because he can smell the gas that's going to knock them out. Goering ends up waking up to reveal that he is tied to the bed. Yep, Trimagasi tricked him. Yep. <laughs> They are on level 171 now, which is even further down than Trimagasi has ever been. Yeah. Trimagasi ends up basically explaining that he's going to try to not eat as mm-hmm. long as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, but once he gets so hungry, 
they're going to have to eat something and that food never makes it down this far on the platform mm-hmm. and that he's going to start stripping Goering of his flesh. Yeah, just small pieces. Don't worry, I'll give you half of them too yeah. so you can survive. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, Trimagasi's the one with the knife, so obviously he's the one... He, He's the one going to be the doing the cutting, you know? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also hear the screams of all the other people that are waking up in the surrounding levels because they've mm-hmm. realized that basically there's no hope. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're screwed. Yeah. And we do see somebody straight up commit suicide. Yeah. Like from above. Yeah. Well, I think it was a handful of bodies end up falling down. Uh, through the hole. It was at least one. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope it was at least one. <laughs> the first platform arrives and it is, of as Himagasi had said, it is completely empty. As he yells, they didn't even leave any bones uh, for the marrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the All the plates, uh, platters, and glasses are licked completely clean. I'm surprised there wasn't even any poop on there. we now see a different type of day-to-day from these two characters and we see Goering go more and more into kind of a madness yeah yeah you can see that he's definitely starting to lose his mind a little bit while he's tied to the bed Uh, Mm -hmm. we also see Trimagasi kind of like becoming a little bit of a madman as he's reciting Don Quixote uh, to the both of them Mm -hmm. um, and dancing around the room and, and and such and uh, like you even see him like do a little like shuffle dance on the platform itself, you know, kicking uh, the glasses and the plates, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. But the day finally comes for Chimagasi to slice a little bit off of Goring, and he this time he's like, you know what? It, don't worry about it. I'm going to leave the important bits. Just yeah. let me let me have a little slice. Yeah. And so he starts to slice into his leg. Uh-huh. I think that he couldn't have chose like a worse spot because he's doing it on the, in, uh, the inside thigh of Goring. He's doing it right next to the uh, uh, femoral artery. Like mm. he Yeah, he would have bled, bled out. out. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like at least do it on the exterior or start with the like the calf or the shin guys if you find yourselves in a platform where you have to start cutting up uh, bits and pieces of your uh, roommate and you want to keep them alive there's better spots to cut from like <laughs> that was probably one of the worst spots to do it from well don't worry he doesn't get too far into the cutting because the platform comes down at the same time and yep. our mystery girl is on the platform That's and right. she immediately kills Trimagasi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she stabs him. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up cutting his throat with uh, with his own knife and then uh, bringing it over to uh, Goering. Well, she starts to cut him loose from his bindings Mm -hmm. and then gives him the knife. And Goering goes crazy with it. Like he's just stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. Trimagasi. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't destroys him. Yeah. He wasn't quite dead yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, he just kind of like sets off to the side and um and the girl who i don't know if they ever if we ever actually learn her name yeah i had to look it up yeah well i don't think they ever actually say her name uh but uh it is miharu yeah she goes over and starts to basically butcher uh tremagasi and starts eating uh, his flesh. Then brings a little bit over to uh, Goering to feed him. The platform starts to lower, and uh, she hops on 
uh, leaving uh, Goering to his own uh, devices. We now see some more scenes of the kitchen. Yeah. And, you know, the the main guy that we had seen, you know, going through the kitchen earlier, making sure everything's in order, he's yelling at one of the workers about a particular dish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it turns out that there was a hair on this fancy dessert. And so he's got all the people lined up and he's holding the hair up to each one of them. Now, I thought that we were seeing this because we were going to see whoever the guy that he ends up like matching the hair up to Mm -hmm. i thought we're going to end up seeing that character in the pit yeah and we're going to meet him and end up learning a little bit about the hierarchy and about you know basically how the shit's run yeah and maybe this character could have been like well here's how we can get out or something give some insight to Goering. yeah i also thought this scene was going to come up again later on because this particular dish is actually an important part yeah. of the story Oddly eventually. Enough, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this scene didn't really go anywhere. I'm just mentioning it because it was it was random. Yeah, it was random. I mean, it was <laughs> it was also it gives you just like that little peekaboo into what's going on outside of this horrible horrible place. Goering is uh You can go on. I just this scene confuses me. Goering uh, ends up uh, going, finally going over to Trimagasi's body and starts eating the big fat maggots out of his uh, corpse. Okay, now here's what confuses me about this scene. Mm-hmm. Where the hell did these maggots come from? Because I have not seen one single fly or any kind of bug or right? anything and in this you would, facility. And you would think that if there were bugs that you would see people eating the bugs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That is like that is valid. So well, I mean well, good well. on him that he had a, a supply of maggots to eat on. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't logically make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh he starts to hallucinate uh Trimagasi there with him again. And you know it, it's just basically he's Trimagasi is now a representation of Goering's guilt mm-hmm. uh, for how everything has gone on, as well as just like, you know, he, he's now a voice of his madness, mm-hmm. kind of always setting uh, little seeds of doubt in himself and and making fun of him for turning ravenous and killing him and going, oh, well, you didn't have to kill me. You know, you could have shown me the same mercy I showed you. Um, because I wasn't going to kill you. We were only going to eat little pieces of you. Mm-hmm. But you had to decide that you were going to completely mutilate me. I like that this hallucination also makes sure that he knows that he's going to be haunting Goering yeah. for the rest of eternity now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you for the long haul. Um, <laughs> he also goes, oh, you smell it. The gas is coming again. Here's hoping you go to a, uh, a higher level next time. He ends up having a um, a, a dream of having uh, sex with uh, Miharu. Yeah, so we now know that for sure he has feelings for her. Yeah, she's licking all over his face. And then it cuts to uh, the fact that he's waking up to a dog licking his face. And now he's on level 33. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I don't understand why. Do you think that, um, okay, got quite like, do you think that the, the level system is actually the more 
horrible things that you do, the more disgusting you are, the more you basically feed into your primal stuff, the higher a level you end up on the second, like the next level around. Do you think that like that's the case? Because, because, mm. you know, here he was trying to kind of take the high road on his initial level. Right. And then they ended up on a low, on a very low level. He then brutally kills Termagasi and ends up on uh, level 33. That doesn't make any sense for the next level that he goes to. Mm, I have a defense for that too, but we'll get to there. Okay. <laughs> um, he ends up meeting uh, his uh, his new uh, cellmate, who is the person that did his interview. Yeah, yeah. We get another flashback to the interview. Yeah. We get more of the vetting process, yeah. and essentially one of the questions that they ask everybody is, what's your favorite food? So yeah. they can include it on the menu. Yeah. Will it make it down to you? Who I don't knows? know, but yeah. he does choose escargot, though. Yeah, which is interesting <laughs> because prior to that, Trimagasi kept referring to him when he was tied up as his little snail mm-hmm. um, because he was trying to cleanse him of all of his. He was just trying. He, he was basically treating him like he was prepping him for escargot. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. It turns out that this was actually the item that Goering had chose. Right. So he had became what he wanted mm-hmm. more or less. Back in the cell, back in the modern day, we learned that. Both these cellmates, not just Goering, but also this lady, willingly came into the pit. Yep. Um, And she also reveals that there's at least 200 levels. Yeah. Yeah. She ends up basically discussing the fact that, um, because he's he's just like, my God, there's 200 levels. There's not enough food. And she goes, there's absolutely enough food that people have to um, ration. Mm -hmm. If everybody ate only what they needed to eat... Mm-hmm. Um, there would be enough food to make it all the way down to the bottom. He says it's absolutely ridiculous. And she says, well, what you have to do is you have to convince everybody to unify and and rise. And she's she's basically, it's interesting, as a person doesn't, that doesn't fully understand, because even though she works for the, for the facility, she doesn't even necessarily fully understand the scope of everything. But she's she's still basically planting the seed of uh, of revolution, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, I mean, she went into the pit because she wanted to know what, how the social structure worked in it. Cause she was like, I send people to this all the time and I don't know how it works. Yeah. And now that she sees how it works, she's like, why is nobody following the rules? Yeah. 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 It it quickly uh, uh, falls apart. It's also interesting, though, because, like, the way that she put it, I was like, yeah, if everybody just ate what they requested. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you ate strictly what because I imagine that whole platform is only full of stuff that people requested. Yeah. So there is probably a dish for everybody. Yeah, there's probably 200 dishes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you would get. See, now that's the thing that's interesting is if you were someone that said, oh, well, my favorite food is chocolate cake, mm-hmm. then all you would get is chocolate, is chocolate cake, cake yep. and, you know, which you would proceed to die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so if you find folks, another hint for if you find yourself in a pit and someone asks you what your favorite food is, make sure that you say like a well-rounded breakfast 
or like a well-rounded or, meal. <laughs> or maybe at least potatoes because, I mean, those have kept people alive before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, you could go um, like a Christian Bale and a, a, at least an apple. <laughs> a can of tuna. Can of tuna. Yes, like, I mean, that will Something. only get you so long. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I would be like, oh, oh I like I like a, 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 a moon over my hammy uh, meal from Denny's. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, complete with two beverages. <laughs> I want I want coffee and I want orange juice. Mm. So then like I'm well regulated. <laughs> uh, well now though, we do get the platform coming down and we do yeah. see that there is way more food than even what was down at level forty eight when yeah. he initially started. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like some of it is still presentable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he starts eating uh-huh. whatever while Imaguri, who is the lady, yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure if they ever say her name either. I don't think they do. Um, but she eats just a tiny bit and starts making plates yeah. of uh, rations yeah, going. Yeah. Maybe if they see this, then they'll start making plates for other people too and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After a while, the platform lowers and uh, Imaguri starts uh, trying to talk to the people below, telling them, only eat your rations. And also prepare a plate yeah. for the people below. So then each one of you guys can basically do the meal prep for each level below you. And of course, they're just like, fuck off, lady. We're going to eat whatever we want. Yeah. You know, so that was moot. Yeah, yeah, and we end up having another like quick montage of of each meal going by, and her still prepping uh, the meal, you know, for the level below, and still you know begging the people below to to make the meal. She even says, "Hey, listen, I went ahead and not only did I prep your guys's plate, but I prepped the people below you. I prepped their mm-hmm. plate. So if you could just, you don't even have to do what, what you don't even have to prep. Just eat what's on that plate, and then." let the people below know that they need to prep a plate for the people below them. If you could just at least do that. And of course they're just like, fuck off. She's, yeah, it's 15 days yeah. of this. And she straight up says, it's been 15 days of trying to convince you guys yeah. to just do things properly. Yeah. And finally, Goering, I guess, has had enough of this. It would not have taken me 15 days, but I digress. He finally threatens to shit on their food if they don't listen yeah. to how it's supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, which then Imagari is uh, is mad about this. She's she's just like, well, you shouldn't have done that because you can't force them. Well, you obviously weren't going to convince them either. Yeah, yeah. You know, she starts to come up with, well, maybe the people above will listen now. And he's like, well, I can't shit on their food now, can I? It's like, okay, I can't shit up. (laughs) Eventually, uh, the platform comes down and Miharu's on it. So she's been on a floor above this whole time. She's beat up. So, you know, Imaguri and Goring are uh, kind of taking care of her as the platform lowers. And then it starts to get super cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which earlier on it was explained that it could either get really, really hot or really, really cold if something was taken off the platform that yeah. wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And they're just kind of scrambling going, well, what, what, what what's could it possibly be? What? And it turns out that little doggy had taken some meat off the table. Yeah. That little bastard. Yeah. 
So luckily, uh, Goring snatches the food out of the dog's mouth and tosses it down to the platform below. It's not very long after this that Goring awakens to the screams of Imaguri uh, as uh, it turns out that Miharu uh, has killed her dog. You know, I don't know what she was really honestly expecting to happen. Like, that dog, there was no way that dog was going to survive. Yeah, I'm guessing she was pretty new in the pit. Yeah. Well, okay, we did skip a bit where Goring was talking about her privileges. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And that she did get to choose her cellmate. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Cause, yeah. Because like. Um, so it's, yeah, I guess yeah, it wasn't it's, too long. Yeah. Like uh, you know, it was it was, it was just very very clear to him that obviously like whenever she got um, put into the pit that she chose him because he had chose a book instead of any like because everybody else chooses weapons pretty much to bring with them to the pit and he was like one of the very few people that didn't bring a weapon and so she figured that he would be the best bet uh to be roomed with now um my question is this did she think that she was only gonna be also staying on higher up levels right right does she think that she was only does she know does she not know that the levels move like because yeah i guess she really really did not know what was going on inside this prison and i don't i know that she loved the dog but did she bring it just in case she did get did get on a lower level curious if maybe like yeah maybe she brought did bring the dog down to eat i don't even know why miharu necessarily killed the dog either there's not really an explanation for that and it, it goes to show the next day her just riding on the platform yeah there was no consequence no. to her action, really. No. Goring ends up discussing uh, with Imigari that she, um, he, he's just like, well, Miharu, you got to understand, like, she's been surviving in here and she's gone through so much because she's looking for her son. She's she's trying her damnedest and how dare you, you know, treat her like shit and all this. And this is when we learn that not only are there no children allowed in the... Um, into the facility under the age of 16, but also she had vetted her herself and she had come in alone. Yeah. So what's up with the kid situation? She even came with a, in with a ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was going to be an actress. Um, she, she wanted to be the next Marilyn Monroe. Now this is where we get another micro, um, well not even micro. This is a flat out, like like Asian racism situation. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I'm just like, wow, you suck, madam. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, this is also when we do learn why Imaguri's there, which we've already kind of explained that she was there just to see how the system was set up. Yeah. She also, um, has revealed that she has terminal cancer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even shows the scars that she has from it. We get a little bit of uh, food prep again where we see the escargot uh, getting uh, prepped uh, for the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see level zero and the uh, the platform actually getting loaded up with the food. And we get a little uh, montage of basically just the depravity of, mm-hmm. of the people in the higher up levels because you know of course they they are eating well more than they need to mm-hmm. but also some people just like to stomp across the food some people just like to you know like just like sit their bare ass on a cake you know it's yeah like you know, it's just, yeah it's fucked up yeah yeah it's like it's complete and total unnecessary behavior there's no reason for that even if you were on a lower level at some point in time, if you got put up to the top, that like 
you know, me being of sound mind and being a, a decent human being, I guess my mentality is this is if I was ever on a lower level and I was brought up to the top, I would try to do what I could to make sure the people below me didn't have to experience what I experienced. Right. You yeah, know? of course. Because <laughs> we're good people. Yeah, decency. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's obvious that these these folks are horrible. Yeah. Um, we we see that the escargot makes its way down to Goering finally. Yeah, he finally gets it. <laughs> and um, he's, you know, he's happy about this. And he's telling Imaguri that uh, she should probably eat because they're fixing to change levels. And yeah. there's no way of telling where they're going to be next. Yeah. No matter her privileges. Yeah. Also, um, he is continuing to do the rations, mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that was good. Of course, though... She's in a state where she doesn't really want to get out of bed or anything because yeah. she's still very depressed about her doggy. Yeah. I can't even... What was the freaking... Ramsey's the second. Ramsey's the second. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, next day, they've changed levels. Yeah. Oofed. It's not a good number, huh, James? No, it's 202. There's more than 200 levels. Yeah, that's not great because looking <laughs> down, you see that there's even well more than that below. So, um, yikes. And uh, as Goering gets up to see the level, he also sees that Emma Guri has hung herself. Yep. <laughs> yep, yeah. He sees that she's hung herself. Again, like he looks down the hole and sees that it just keeps going down. Um, he is now haunted uh, by um, by the ghosts mm -hmm. of of all of the above. Yep, Trimagasi <laughs> and Imaguri. Yeah. Um, but she's like pushing him to eat her. Yeah. She's like, go ahead. Like, I'm I'm meat. Yeah. Instead, though, he covers up her body yeah. in a respectful manner. We got another montage of uh, of him, you know, just surviving on nothing and uh, start, you know, is, is lo clearly losing his mind um, down here. Eventually, the platform lowers and um, he grabs a little bit of uh, broken glass and starts to uh, put marks on the wall, I guess, to count how long it's been since he's eight. Eventually, he is at to the point of uh, of just he has to eat mm -hmm. and so he makes his way over to her body and starts to cut her up yeah well i mean trimagasi finally convinced him to yes. eat from the corpse yeah. <laughs> um he ends up having a uh, a nightmare about miharu wakes up and he's now on level six yeah hey. oh yeah and so um Okay, this is where I was like, this wouldn't make any sense. Okay. So, this is where I still think it does make sense. Because he why. ate from the corpse. Yep. And also, why they ended up on level uh, 202 is because... Um, they were being they were, nice. They were, make, they were making the rations. Yeah. Yes. So, that's why... Hmm. Yeah, since, hmm. since he finally gave in, I think that the people that run the thing um, get off on seeing people get, you know, become... You know, to give up all of their virtue right. and become terrible. Right. It's obvious that that must be the case just because of the fact that, you know, we see that the, that the people that are in the highest uh, levels are truly the worst. Yeah, we, we definitely see in this next scene mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, we already saw how depraved the higher levels yeah. are, but we definitely this see. Is yeah, uh, absolutely dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Goring wakes up to meet his new uh, roommate who um, wants to escape. His item of choice was a rope. Mm, smart. Mm. Um, he starts discussing religion with him and stuff like that. Um, he also ends up calling to the people on level five above them going, hey, listen, we got to get out of here. Like, this place is a freaking nightmare, and I've got a rope, so all you need to do is I'm going to toss the rope up to you, hold on to the rope for me, I'm going to climb up, and then we'll go up to the next level. We're only a few levels away from the top. Mm -hmm. We can get out of here. Yeah. Um, and the people are like, yeah, sure, 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 go ahead and toss this up. Now, as he was climbing, I honestly thought that they were going to just, whoop, let go of the rope, and he was going to just fall to his death yeah same um something worse happens yeah as he's climbing up and he gets to the top going hey reach out your hand reach out your hand for me to climb up he instead gets shat on yeah, by yeah. the guy yeah he gets a face full of ass and then shit and piss like they yeah. they, they relieve themselves on his face then he falls um luckily Goring grabs him and saves him um, but unfortunately, the rope is gone forever. It just falls and falls and falls. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like a lot more objects would have fallen by now throughout the whole. Right? Besides a couple bodies and a rope. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I feel like I would have saw a lot more stuff by yeah. now, but. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, after doing this uh, terrible thing, you then also hear the people of level five um, having sex because nothing turns a person on more than shitting on those below them. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. On this level, we get our first platform drop, of course, full Oh, yeah. Very, very full of food still. Yeah. Uh, but Goring is conservative with it. And so is Baharat, yeah. who is the name of his cellmate. Yeah. And as we see the platform lower to level seven, though, these people are acting like absolute animals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just trashing all the food. Like yeah, yeah. They're, climbing yeah. up on the table. Yeah, like. yeah, dancing on the cakes and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which makes me think that those people, because I think that they're the same ones that we saw during the montage of the higher levels before that mm. were, like, jumping across the food and dancing on it and stuff. Which makes me wonder, like... Do they know that? Do they get moved? Hmm. Like, what kind of, like... Like if like say for instance the people that are in level five that pooped on um on uh, Baharat do they stay where they're at because they are so depraved and so terrible hmm. like based off of this like you know reward for terrible behavior system that I've constructed like <laughs> you know like have they know. actually have they actually figured out the trick I don't that know the more horrible you are the more likely you'll stay at the top hmm I don't know but. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Goring ends up discussing basically that, um, you know, he has a plan to feed everyone and that he wants to ride the platform down to the bottom to ensure that um, that everyone can get food. Um, he explains that while he was uh, on level 202, he was keeping track of how many floors the platform went down before going back up to the top. And he accounted that it's got to be right at 250. 
mm-hmm. um, based on the amount of time it takes for it to get to the bottom and then return. Um, that's what he was doing with the glass, marking the wall, mm-hmm. was figuring out how many floors it was, which I thought was very clever. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Uh, it doesn't take much to convince Bahara. He agrees, and uh, they start to prep yeah. uh, for the journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they end up breaking apart one of the uh, the bed frames to, to have some weapons because, you know, it's going to be a tough round. Mm-hmm. And as they're prepping, though, the couple's, like, looking down at them going, I hope you guys die. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Better hope my ass don't get up there to you. <laughs> So they get on the platform, and when it lowers, I guess Baharat gets a good look at the guys that were below, and it uh-huh. turns out he's he knows these guys. He's yeah. been cellmates with them. Yeah, yeah. Which like, how does it, that well, happen? Yeah. How does that happen? How do you because from like from every point prior to this, it has been established that basically whoever you get teamed up with is who you're with until one of you die. Yeah. Um, so the question is, is how did he have a roommate prior mm-hmm. and then get it switched up? Right. But he does keep them away from the food, even though they are his friends. Yeah. Uh, because Goring is like, well, hey, you know, maybe we should start feeding people at level 51. Yeah, because that's where you start seeing the food actually start to run out. And every, you know, like they, they can, the people on the top levels, they can live a day without food. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the, at the level that they're, uh, that they're stopped at, you know, the guy that, that knew uh, Baharat from before, like, you know, ends up doing a little bit of uh, casual racism uh, to try to convince him to not go with uh, Goering's plan, but instead gets cracked upside the head. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, Bahara is in it for a long haul. And he's just like, let's keep going. They uh, they end up continuing their descent eventually, you know, and, and you get this little montage of seeing them going from level to level to level, mm-hmm. you know, threatening people going... Don't you get near this fucking food? And yeah. some people get cracked upside the head mm-hmm. uh, because they don't listen. <laughs> One guy has a surfboard. Yeah, there's a guy with a surfboard. Like that's interesting. I like. Do you think he's gonna learn how to surf while I, he's there? I don't know. I was like, okay, maybe he brought it in for defense. There's but no at, way. At the same time, I'm just like a surfboard of all the things. Do you think that um, <laughs> he like? Maybe the intention there was if the surfboard is the width of the hole, he could place it across the hole to stop the platform from moving and then be able to eat as much as he wants. Uh, Surely there'd be ramifications. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, that would have been an interesting dynamic to see happen. Mm -hmm. The more that this goes on, the more I'm like, this wouldn't be a bad show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love to see the system, like... I want to see. I want there's to so see many them. floors. There's, yeah, so, there's many so many people. Floors. There's so many people. You know, it's it, it again. It's like the cube where you end up having like a lot of questions about this. Mm-hmm. Not to jump ahead too far, but <laughs> um, but yeah, like they eventually reach a floor uh, where there's a man in a wheelchair, and this is another person that knows him. Mm-hmm. You know, that knows Baharat, and it's just like you know. I can't believe you are threatening people. Did you not listen to any of my teachings and all this? And uh, and it's just like, you need to establish, you know, a sense of community. And, and basically you need to be, you need to treat the people good mm-hmm. as you're going down and, and not punish them 
Well, he also says the bigger message that uh, a bigger message that you could send to the top would be to send food back. Yeah, yeah, to send food back. That that not only would there be, you know, somebody makes it back up to the top, but that yeah, that there's food there, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not not just make sure that people everybody gets fed, but that that we all join together mm-hmm. and, and and fast. Now, I thought that this was going to mean that even past level 50, they weren't going to let anybody eat. Yeah. And I was just like, shit, that's going to be a real hard fucking uh, task to do because basically past level 77, everyone's starving. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to stop people from, from eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they do decide on one dish. Yeah. Yeah. So they go, they strictly stick with like basically the rationing. Mm-hmm. You know, and yes, they uh, they decide that one dish will uh, make it back to the top, which is it is that beautiful dessert, that pina cotta that yeah. somebody's hair was on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 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 item that we saw in uh, in the little sequence for the food prep. This is the thing that they're going to send back because it's the most beautiful thing on the entire platform, and so that would be a hell of a message uh, to send back to the top. Um, they continue to go down and, um, and, you know, are feeding the people that definitely would never, ever get food. Eventually they reach a floor that, um, Goering sees that, uh, Miharu is getting attacked. Um, he jumps off to save her. Unfortunately, he is too late. She is killed. Um, and then he has a hell of a time trying to fight the guy that had killed her. Meanwhile, Baharat is also having a hell of a time fighting the other guy that's the cellmate there because that guy's got a sword and he just came with a piece of bed frame. And that's that's a tough that's a tough fight. <laughs> um he ends up getting a horrible gash in, in his shoulder. He manages to defend himself gets the sword from the guy and uh manages to also save Goering uh in the mix but they are both incredibly injured at this point um so much so that they almost miss the platform uh, as it starts to leave and they they get onto it continuing their descent down yeah the the level like uh they're still going down something that i failed to mention is the fact that the platform continues to move even it, like even if there's no if there's nobody alive on the levels, they end up seeing a lot of dead bodies along the way down, which I mean, I can assume that we're probably uh, from Miharu plus also some suicide stuff in the mix. Cause there's mm-hmm. like one guy that was like burnt, like, like burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Yeah. As they're making their way lower and lower, they see more and more debauchery and uh, they, they start to lose hope. Yeah. And Goering has already come to the conclusion that maybe his math was off since it skips the floors that there's yeah, nobody at. Yeah, it skips the floors, and, and yeah, they end up hitting floor 250, and it continues to go down as they're bleeding out on the platform. Yeah, but they still have the panna cotta, though. That's right, yeah. <laughs> they eventually reach floor 333. Uh, the platform stops, though the floor seems to be completely empty mm-hmm. is this the bottom as they're sitting there uh they hear a noise from underneath uh the bed uh that's in in this uh level and Goering realizes that it's the child underneath the bed he ends up 
you know, kind of flopping off the platform uh, to try to get the kid to come over. Um, they're also completely out of food at this point, other yeah. than the dessert. Yeah, and um, Baharat also kind of shuffles his way off the platform trying to get Goering back on. He's also got the panna cotta with him, yes. just to keep it safe. As, as they're trying to get to the child and trying to convince each other to get back on the platform, it lowers. Yeah. And the panna cotta is still with Baharat. Yeah. But the room's not getting hotter or colder. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, um, nothing happens. Is it because of the child they're mm. wondering? Yeah, maybe. Goering is just ends up saying that we need to give the food to the child. Mm-hmm. And Baharat's just like, no, you know, we, you know, this is the message. Yeah, we the Panacotta is the message. <laughs> um, Goering ends up, you end up having kind of like this like hallucination sequence that happens. It's a little disorienting. Of course, him being haunted by everybody, but also him coming to the conclusion that the uh, the child will be the message. The child needs to rise up on the uh, platform. Well, it wasn't him that came to that conclusion. It was Baharat. <laughs> yeah. Because he wakes him up going, the girl is the message. The girl is the message. Yeah. But... Goering awakens again to see that Baharat is dead. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just like, like I said, it's a little disorienting because he ends up having like these multi-leveled like hallucinations uh, with it. Um, finally, the platform comes back down to their level, and he, in his very, very weakened state, um, convinces the child to get onto the platform with him, and they ride the platform down. Um, of course, it just it, it reaches the bottom, which is just this big, black, empty void. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, you just see the slight light from above. Yeah. And uh, in the darkness, Trimagasi is telling him, oh, your journey's over. Yeah. You should get off the platform. Leave the girl. Yeah. She is the message. Yeah. Yeah, and Goering's telling Trimagasi, well... I'm the bearer of the message. Like there, there always needs to be somebody that sends the message. And Trimagasi says she doesn't need a message or she doesn't need a bearer. She's message enough. The platform, it go. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what happens to Gering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I assume at this point, cause he starts to walk off into the void with uh, Trimagasi. So he's probably he's dead. dead. He's dead. Yeah. Like I think that he has passed on. Um, and uh, we just see the the girl rising up through all the levels on uh, the back of the platform. The end. The end. No more explanation needed. That's right. Apparently. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Verdict. Of course, it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. It's a I very, mean, very good movie. but I'm biased because, as I said at the top of the episode, I read a lot of manga. That's kind of yeah. this like kind of weird dystopian people thrown into a horrible yeah. situation to kind of test their humanity. Yeah, I absolutely um, am a, a big fan of, at the very least, the first uh, Cube movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that the following ones are a little a, a, a little Showtime Skinamaxy. Right. Uh, for, like, that outweighs the concept. But I, I do love those kind of, like, 
otherworldly people get thrown into a weird situation kind of stuff mm-hmm. where you don't get a whole lot of explanation how or why um it's just basically about survival i do really really enjoy that and so of course yeah i also love this movie that being said i genuinely would love a sequel mm-hmm. and if they were to make a series um based off of this i would absolutely love that for especially sure. because like you could you could keep it going for a very long time mm-hmm. and keep your cast changing out like you could kill everybody off like oh, even yeah. the main character doesn't survive yeah like, yeah there is no technical main character like the the platform itself is a character which um in regards to the making of this movie um the uh the platform is considered a character uh, well, yeah. when, when writing the story yeah and and absolutely it's obvious but it it is just um yeah i love it like mm-hmm. i again maybe i like there's a couple of things that maybe could have tied in differently like like we had mentioned before the guy that that had his hair on the dessert it would have been really interesting if we, if we would have saw him in one of the levels yeah even if he didn't play a part into the plot of helping Goering uh, with his task it would have been interesting if while they were going down we would have saw him mm-hmm. in one of the lower levels starving or something yeah as a punishment yeah like, that would have been interesting oh yeah um but I just I think I, I do honestly think that I do think that my theory that if you do something fucked up you go to a higher level I think that's a part of it yeah I mean it could po- be a possibility, especially after seeing how horrible the people are on the higher levels. Yeah. But my main thing is why I want to see more from this story is because I want to see more of the uh, dynamics of the world. Oh, like, yeah. I want to see more of, like, the kitchen. Yeah. I want to see why these people sign up to work in this horrible place, you know, it, stuff well, like that. Well, yeah, it'd be Is it government sanctioned stuff? Right. It'd be interesting <laughs> to see maybe even the series would start from the point of view of somebody signing up for it mm-hmm. and what they're advertised. Yeah, like, yeah, I want to see what's advertised. Because um, the lady ends up saying that, that she it's a self-help program. Right, right. And so it's advertised as something that you do if you want to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting, you know, thing to sell uh, when in reality it's it's flat out like a horrible prison. It's deteriorating your mind yeah. and your spirit. So you do come out a completely yeah. different person. Now, now <laughs> you know, it also doesn't fit the narrative for Trimagasi because of the fact that he was put there as a punishment as a for punishment. killing somebody. Yeah. So... It is very interesting. Like that that whole part of it I'm very curious yeah. about. Yeah. Um, but I mean in Europe prison is seen as a rehabilitation yeah. program anyway, yeah. so Yeah, unless it's like a squid game situation where he, it, he had a choice of either going to jail or if he survives so long in um in the platform uh in in the pit like he gets off like mm-hmm. it or it takes time away from his sentence yeah you know some shit like that like it pays for his crime mm-hmm. you know i don't know like, i don't know it's just it's just such a interesting world yeah absolutely it's a very 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 interesting movie i highly recommend it and if you want to watch it um you can check it out on netflix it's a next uh, netflix exclusive here's the other cool thing is um it's a spanish movie mm-hmm. um but it is um, you can watch it either subbed or dubbed, and I we watched it dubbed. The dubbing is fantastic. Very good. 
Like Very they, good dubbing. They actually match up the words pretty well yeah. to their mouths. I was yeah. really shocked. Yeah, there are a lot of moments where you you almost think that they're saying what they're you know, what the dialogue is. Yeah. Know? So um I, I'll probably eventually go back and rewatch it uh, subbed just to see if there's a, if there's a difference mm-hmm. uh, in the narrative. Well, I know that there, I mean, on Squid Game, there's yeah. a huge difference in narrative. Yeah. So I, I, too, would like to watch yeah. it subtitled. We might end up getting a little bit of more explanation mm, uh, through, maybe. Through, through the sub. So anyways, definitely, absolutely check it out mm-hmm. that brings to the end another episode of podcast magoria join us next time as we get back into our conceptual episodes where we just do a little bit of horror discussion what will we be discussing oh you're gonna have to tune in and find out but meanwhile As you are waiting for that next time, if you find yourself in a pit and you're in a level waiting for that platform to come on down and you brought that extra item with you, what could that extra item be? Well, I know what I would bring with me. I would be bringing something with me that I could use to stay spooky. Bye. This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky.